Hi everyone, this is Mark Hastings and welcome to Mark the Poet, the podcast. Hi everyone, this is Mark and this is episode 41 of Mark the Poet. And today um, I'm going to be talking about poems that I have written uh, about uh, this specific time of the year. Um, Right now it's uh, the middle of September and uh, we're all going through a very similar existence right now. But um, at the moment um, the weather is uh, beautiful. the sun is golden and shining and there is still um, sources of inspiration to brighten and lighten our day and uh, today I'm going to be reading some poems that I've written about um, this time of the year, uh, this time of the day in uh, days um, gone by. So as I said, uh, at the moment, uh, as I'm recording this, it's uh, the middle of September. Um, I'm looking out my window at at the golden halo of a sunset uh, of uh, a beautiful day, uh, weather-wise it has been. And it's very deceptive, uh, the weather um, and the sunset and uh, the beautiful sky that we see at this time of the year Um, because you can look out and think everything's normal everything is pristine and perfect and there is no worry to be found in the world but as we all know um, the truth of the matter is far from uh, from that and uh, every day we find out about new restrictions being put on us and new ways to try and protect those around us. Um, But, as I said, there is still inspiration, there is still beauty to be found, and in um, it is at times like this when we're going through uh, things like we're going through, times of crisis, that I in particular uh, look back on uh, times of yesteryear, uh, times in um, in my life um, when um, the weather was as it is now, um, when I was happy and content and inspired, and I um, frequently think back upon. Um, memories and experiences and of days gone by um, when I seemingly didn't have a care in the world and um, I think when life does eventually go back to normal I hope that we all take those days and embrace them and don't take them for granted as we may have done accidentally in, in years gone by 
Um, and as I said, today I want to read some poems that I've, um, that I wrote, um, pretty much at this time of the year, um, probably about a year ago, in fact, um, because, uh, some of the poems, um, that I wrote, um, around this time of the year, I included in my new book, The Rambler, which came out this year, um, and of course some of those poems were from times, um, moments uh, in time over the last four years that I compiled uh, that revolved around um, nature and um, my connection with the environment and my out- the outside uh, adventures and things that I've been doing over the last few months because of... Uh, what we've been going through and I've been focusing more on that on outdoor activities and excursions and walking and um, things of that nature to keep myself motivated um, but the poems that I'm going to read to you today I am absolutely sure that they were written at this time of the year um, I can't tell you exactly what year they were written but uh, over the last um, few years, the last three, four years, perhaps, and, uh, they all have a shared theme, um, and the first poem that I want to read to you today, it's a very short poem in comparison to some that I've written, and it perfectly matches the, the time of the day that it is now, and, um, the, uh, the magic hour, um, that is, uh, so special to, many people and so inspiring to many artists and writers and uh, as it always has been to me and this poem is called Dusk The golden and blue hue of dusk is the view that greets me when I gaze out of my window at the evening sky Soon all will be dark and the stars will shine brightly on the horizon and above me. Slowly the once blinding light of the sun fades to an afterglow in the west. All is quiet, all is peaceful. The street lights start to illuminate one by one. Slowly but surely, night is falling upon us. This truly is the time of magic. The sky looks more beautiful now than it does during the day. There is a stillness and an enchantment that feels like it is at play. Day becomes night without so much as a fuss. This time is one of the most powerful. Words cannot describe this captivating and this awe-inspiring time of dusk. The next poem that I want to read to you is my poem, Woodland, and I hope you like it. You haven't lived until you have been up close to the flora and the fauna of a forest. You have never breathed true fresh air until you have walked through a paradise of green parkland during the summer months. You have never felt as blessed as me until you have shared precious moments with the one you love 
in peaceful solitude, watching hummingbirds feed during the daylight, or witnessing the lightning bugs illuminate the darkness as they dance through the air under the stars of night. The face of nature is breathtaking. I have seen sights beyond imagining. As I have lived, I have experienced things that are like a time capsule, which I can use to slow the passage of time, to halt the march of the second hand of my life's clock, and to return me to the places above, below, and far away, among the clouds, underground, sitting on a wooden porch, walking over a river with the love of my life. There were times when I was younger, when I regularly used to go out on my own and be in a state of complete and utter awe as I walked amongst the amazing tall trees of a thriving, lush and inspiring woodland. And uh, you may already know that uh, uh, walking is a passion for me and walking in woodland uh, even more so because um, it is so, uh, so special. And the next poem that I want to read to you uh, is my poem, The Golden Season. And I hope you like this one too. Golden light beams down from above. A feeling of comfort floods the air. Brown leaves tumble and are carried by the gentle breeze. Change is everywhere. The ground is wet, making it slippery underfoot. Things look the same, but as with every new day, differences surround and reveal themselves to me. It is a magical time of the year. New stories are being written as old tales are being retold. The cycle of nature continues and now it is the season of autumn's turn to fall upon everyone like a flurry of red leaves. This season of transition will herald the arrival of one of our world's greatest natural wonders. This season will be when all the instruments and when all the notes and the chords will be played by the ever-present players of nature's orchestra, whose music will crescendo higher and higher until the last leaves have danced and fallen in time with the golden season symphony until its last breath. And the next poem that I want to read to you um, is my poem, The Ancient Ones. And I hope you like it. We need to protect our environment. Too many of our greatest sources of natural beauty are constantly under threat from being taken away from all of us. There are places in this world that mean a great deal to so many of us and they are important. Woodland being destroyed to build roads, houses and things that people might think they want but they don't need. It is only when something is gone forever that people start to look around at what remains 
and their view of the world starts to come into focus. Where would any of us be without trees, birds, insects, green fields, mountains, oceans, blue sky above our head? We need to preserve our beautiful planet. We need to improve and not impede our world's life support system and give back to our planet from which we have taken so much. Our planet, Earth, our home is all that we have. And we need to take a step back and see what some people are doing to our precious life-giving and life-sustaining environment and remember the teachings of the ancient ones, our forefathers and foremothers, and worship our world first and foremost, because for the foreseeable future, all we see all around us is all that we have. And uh, that is a very true statement, um, because... As uh, as the saying goes, there's only one world and this is the one that we have to be more conscious of and uh, be more appreciative of and want to protect as much as we can. Um, and I'm, I'm not uh, saying that we shouldn't build more houses, we shouldn't have more roads, nothing like that, but... Nature is in, integral. It is important to everybody. Um, it's vital. It's revitalizing. It's life-giving. Without nature, without green fields and, and flourishing forests, then we would be missing out on so much, so much beauty, so much natural energy, so much light, so much life, um, and, you know, I've been to cities around the world, I've been to New York City, um, I've been to London, I've been to Birmingham here in England, I've been to lots of other cities, York, um, Bath, um, I've been to Georgia, I've been to lots of cities, and, they're wonderful places. Cities are a hive of activity and they're wonderful, wonderful places. You can see so many incredible and beautiful sights within a city, but a city cannot and will not ever compare to nature, to the sight of a green field or a flourishing um, woodland where you can just walk through and just smell the, the natural aroma of of nature and the the just the, the f perfection in the air and the stillness the the wonder the beauty in the in the in the sunlight and it comes streaming through the trees and and creates these magical um, uh, shadows it's as if the the woodland around you is coming to life. It's like being in um, a Frank Albaum novel, you know, The Wizard of Oz, when the the the, uh, the forest comes to life, the trees come to life, or in uh, J.R.R. Tolkien's 
the Lord of the Rings trilogy or The Hobbit. Um, you know, you had uh, the um, the the Ents in those in in those books were who were living and breathing trees who had names and who were vital and um, who were ancient and who had influence over all the other forests and trees of uh, Middle Earth and um, even in science has proven that um, trees and plants and coral under under in the ocean uh, are alive and they breathe and they are constantly communicating with one another on different frequencies and by um, the the signals and the and the the messages that they send through um, through um, their root system. Um, I mean, if you you only have to uh, look into the work of um, uh, Paul Stamets, who's a um, mycologist, and he studies, um, I believe he's a mycologist, and he studies um, mushrooms, and they've traced um, mushrooms that have this network that um, goes underneath the, the soil and connects them to one another. These um, these spores, um, and uh, it's absolutely fascinating um, when you, you think about the fact that even though we don't hear the the messages and the communication that is shared between plants, um, that there is a a natural network. And there are messages and communication being sent all the time. I mean, just the fact that just how um, a, a flower can can um, can know when it is time to pollinate, um, to you know, to uh, and, and to attract um, insects such as bees, and to to come and and collect the the, the nectar from from them it's fascinating that they have this natural instinct to them uh, when they know um, when it is time to to breathe out and to exert uh, what they know that they have to do and nature doesn't have to be told what to do it just knows it's instinctual it's it has its own cycle and it's completely independent to all the cycles and the things that we have going on in uh, human societies all around the world um and um yeah it's absolutely fascinating the more you learn about nature the more enriched your life becomes and Speaking from personal experience, the more exposure that you have to nature, the more that you're out in it and you walk in it and you take it all in, um, the more um, grateful you become for this world that we live on, this earth, and you want to preserve it more, but 
very few people naturally um, want, they see people who stand up for the environment, you know, people who stop diggers and stop um, progress in inverted commas, um, these uh, housing developments from being uh, um, built because the cost of these houses is the destruction of ancient woodlands and trees that have been around for hundreds of years and uh, that's why I I love um, the idea of these national parks um, in uh, in the United States um, where you've got these these oases of life and nature that can never be built upon and they are protected in in law and all the life within it um, is protected and it is regulated and um, preserved and I love that and um, you know the 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 redwoods of um, Northern California have always been uh, a source of um, um, inspiration to me I'd all, I've always wanted to, to visit those because they are some of the oldest trees, some of the tallest trees in the world, and they're so beautiful. And you just see them even in pictures or in a movie or or whatever. You 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 just feel um, breathtaking. Um, as I said before, I've been to cities, and there is so much there that is beautiful and uh, that you is captivating but within cities there is very little greenery um, there may be parks there may be some places where you can go and see some real green grass or some flowing water of a river um, Central Park in New York is uh, a prime example of that and I loved every moment that I was in Central Park and walking through it and I loved every moment of that but as I say in comparison to these national parks that exist around the world and these uh, uh, places of woodland and forestry that exist in England and all over the world there is no comparison um, but um, everything has its own network, its own system, whether it be a city or a forest. Um, and uh, but yeah, I've always found it fascinating to learn about uh, the mycelial network that um, that uh, mushrooms have, and that they uh, form with one another within uh, a woodland. Um, and uh, as I said, Paul Stamets. Um, Dr. Paul Stamets, I believe. Um, he's he's an expert on uh, all these things, and uh, he's a fascinating individual. And um, yeah, there's, as I say, uh, there's there's so much to learn about nature, so much to learn about ourselves and our connection with nature. And I'll never get enough of uh, being um, within the embrace of nature. Um, it's at this time of the day, the year, when nature is at its most vibrant and at its most energetic and 
it wants to to draw us into to see its uh, magnificent beauty and um, luckily over the last few months some people have chosen uh, against their will or um, perhaps because they've been drawn to or they've had nothing else to do because they've been compelled to go out and get the exercise and things like that people have uh, gone and they have seen the true beauty of nature that is present and that is vibrant especially at this time of the year and uh, yeah it's a um, it's a golden a golden state um, and a magical moment and um, wonderful experiences can be had at this time of the year and uh, yeah it's one of my favourite times of the year and it's favourite time of the year for lots of people and uh, when I look out at the the sunset just like the one that I'm looking at now the beautiful um, garden the, the the golden dusk in the sky of the the sun just just disappearing below the horizon um it's no uh it's no surprise to me why people love this time of the year so much and why they feel so inspired by it and i always have been and i always will be um but i think i'm gonna leave it there for now I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you too will choose to get out there and enjoy um, some of the magnificent beauty um, that there is to be seen. Um, I also know, I just want to note that I know that there's some very severe and very horrific wildfires going on in some parts of the world, especially in the United States. And I just want to say my heart goes out to anybody who has lost their homes because of these um, absolutely destructive and horrendous and um, dangerous wildfires that regularly, um, every year, um, spark up and um, they do so much damage and they kill animals and and wildlife and so much of nature in, in its wake and uh, it's so harrowing and heartbreaking and I just want to say that my heart goes out to all those people and to to the everything that has been destroyed and I just hope it can all be put under control and and uh, there can be some some state of renewal and revitalization at some point and yeah it's a hard hard time for some people this time of the year they have the beauty they have the warmth of where they live in places such as um, Australia where they have very bad wildfires there and in um, California and places in the United States that are beautiful and so resplendent um, but there they also have the other side of the, the coin which is um, the uh, the danger of fire and uh, yeah it's a um, dangerous time and uh, I just hope that everybody out there is staying safe uh, staying hopeful staying healthy and I hope that um, we'll see an end to all the harrowing um, 
things that uh, some people are unfortunately having to live through at this time. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening and um, I'll talk to you again soon. Hi everyone, um, if you liked what you heard in this episode of uh, Mark the Poet the Podcast and uh, you want to hear more uh, or if you want to read more of uh, my poetry uh, then uh, if you go to uh, my website uh, which is markthepoet.me you'll find um, a wide uh, selection of uh, some of the poems that I've written over the last five years and uh, if you want to buy a copy of one of my books then just go to Amazon uh, in whatever country you're in um, or t- onto barnesandnoble.com um, uh, and uh, you can get a copy of all of my books each one of my 10 books and um, there you'll find uh, books of poetry that I've written uh, my short novels and um, yeah, my uh, my poetic journey and uh, my writing journey um, for over the last uh, 10 years. So uh, if you like the sound of that and you, know, you want to read more or listen to more, um, then uh, check out um, my website, markthepoet.me, or check out some of my books um, on Amazon. Uh, or online wherever you get your books uh, in a physical copy and also as an ebook um, so thanks for listening and uh, happy reading